Good morning and welcome everyone to episode nine of the Lotus Lounge podcast. I am your hostess with the mostess, Uma B. Thank you so very much for being here. So if you're new, welcome. We like to start each of our podcast tapings with some meditation. So just find a nice, comfortable place that you can be in for five minutes. And if you can, close your eyes and take a nice deep breath in. Nice deep breath in and exhale. Deep breath in and exhale. Welcome to the Lotus Lounge. Just allow yourself to sit in this silence just for a moment longer. We are at the beginning of a new month, at the beginning of a new week. So let's take this moment to really focus on our heart's desires. What do you desire for yourself this week? How do you desire to feel? What goals do you want to accomplish for your career and for your personal life? Which friends or loved ones would you like to check in on this week? And finally, what self-care goals do you have planned this week? Take a moment to just sit with your eyes closed and ponder those things for a moment. Just focusing on your breathing. Nice deep breath in and out. Relaxing your neck, relaxing your shoulders. Now repeat these affirmations with me as we steady our mind 
and bolster our spirit for success this week. I am love. Repeat it with me. I am love. I am lovable. I am worthy. I am powerful. My light shines bright. I will have success this week. And finally, repeat this last one with me. Everything comes to me with ease and joy. Deep breath in and exhale. Welcome everyone to episode nine of our Lotus Lounge podcast. If you're new here, welcome. I'm your hostess with the mostess, Uma B. Please feel free to hit like, subscribe, or comment wherever you are hearing this podcast from. My podcast tapes every Monday, and it is your weekly dose of positivity and inspiration to help you start your week. So every week we pull an avatar, you know, an ascended being, master, angel, goddess, or God that is going to <clears throat> give us the message of the theme of the week. So for today, for this week of February 7th, we have the Druid. The Druid is our avatar this week. And the message from the Druid is to hold space. Hold things together. Don't make any sudden moves or changes. Stand strong knowing you are where you are supposed to be. Wow. So when the Druid appears, you're being guided to dig deep within and hold your station. If you're wondering what to do next or have a sense of anxiety about what is unfolding in your life, it's time to shift your perceptions and move back to a state of trust. Don't change your plans or do anything drastic just trust in the process and let everything happens as it needs to be before taking any more steps. Think of a tree. It has strong roots, yet continues to grow and bear fruit. Your life this week will be a reflection of this. Wow, what a powerful message from the Druid, reminding us that, you know, some weeks we don't have to get it all done we don't have to be constantly moving and shaking. We can take a week off. And the Druid is here to ask you just that, for you to take a week off so that you can recenter, focus, and rebalance for whatever is coming next week. That is the avatar's message of the week. So I wrote my blog yesterday about love. See, I promised myself I wouldn't watch any more reality TV, but I lied. I lied to myself. I lied to you. I am so sorry. This weekend, I binge watched like the whole season um, of VH1's 
Love and Hip Hop Family Reunion. And basically it's a specialty show where they bring pa back past cast characters um, from previous seasons in the Love and Hip Hop franchise, whether it was in New York or Miami or Hollywood or wherever they're from. And they would put these people together for two weeks in a house and let's just see what happens, okay? Well, you know what? I'm not too mad at myself. I'm not gonna judge myself about watching it. It was a lot of drama and trauma, but you know, there was an emerging theme that led me to write my blog on Let Love In. And the theme is this. I was watching one particular couple. There's a couple, Erica Mena and Safari Samuels. They've been together for a couple of years. They have two babies, beautiful wedding, beautiful love. You can see it between them, but they are just completely nasty on streams to each other, on social media to each other. And they're going through their divorce. But you know, the woman, Erica Mena, has a special place in my heart. I first saw her in Love and Hip Hop many years ago when she started with that franchise. And the one thing I've noticed about her is she's very representative of women today. If you look at Erica Mena, she makes for great TV, right? She's angry, she's loud, she's sassy. Um, she's just constantly going off on whoever she's dating. But isn't that a representation of some women in our culture, in our society today. And what I mean by that is there's a lot of women that are being judged by the way they are reacting to situations, but there's not a lot of people holding space for these women and taking into account that they have been severely abused, severely hurt. And instead of getting help for their pain, dealing with their pain, talking about their pain. They're just continuously going from one relationship to the next, no downtime, and then they're not healing themselves or fixing themselves, right? And the reason why I've taken a, a specific interest in Erica Mena is because she reminds me a lot of how I used to be. I don't feel sorry for her. I feel her because her life mirrors mine at a time in my life when I made certain love choices and relationships. You know, I too came across as a brash and angry woman, always ready to fight, always nagging my partner. But what people didn't see was there was a little girl trapped within me, as I suspect for Erica, and for many women who are listening to this and identifying, just a little girl trapped within me looking for attention and love and validity. I used to look to other people to validate me and I suspect a lot of people, men and women, have the same issue to this day. We don't grow up with that much support and encouragement or we don't have it for ourselves. We're not taught how to have it for ourselves. So then we look to other people to give it to us. I'm older now and wiser, thanks to all those heartbreaking experiences I personally went through. But I'm thankful for them because they molded me into the woman I became, someone who still readily jumps into relationships and gives her heart fully with abandon, but also wiser and better at handling endings when relationships don't work out. See, I've learned over the years that happiness is my responsibility, not my partner's. And I pray that Erica receives this message as well. But there's something else I've been noticing, not just with Erica Mena and Safari, but other celebrity couples as well that I want to talk about today. 
I've been noticing for a while that we have a toxic culture where we have a habit of cheering breakups on. You know, as a society, we do take pleasure in seeing couples break up, especially celebrity couples. There are so many um, tabloid and gossip magazines dedicated just for this purpose, you know, preying on people's downfalls and losses in life. Today I'm talking about Safari and Erica Mena, but as of recent, weren't we also talking about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett, Cardi B and Offset? The question I have for you, when did it become okay for us to bash people clearly in love and fighting for their relationship? Whether they're fighting for their marriage or their partnership, when did we jump on the hate wagon? For those of you that don't know, <laughs> you live under a rock. Jada Smith, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, married to Will Smith for so many years, had, um, as they call it, an entanglement with another man. And it was brought to light, and it was an embarrassing situation for this couple. They decided to take to um, you know, social media and TV to have a private conversation. To me, in my eyes, it should have been a private conversation between this couple, but no judgments. Every couple can do what they want to do. But they took to TV to discuss Jada's entanglement. What happened after that? Well, most people saw Will as a weak man for tolerating Jada's apparent public embarrassment. His bedroom energy was questioned, his, her loyalty was questioned, and lots of funny memes came out making fun of Will Smith and his uh, red eyes that people felt was from him crying. Cardi B and Offset, you know, young hip hop couple uh, Offset cheated on Cardi, Cardi left, and then Cardi decided she wanted to go back and make it work with her husband and the father of her two children. People were not celebrating Cardi and cheering her on. In fact, they were dragging her and calling her all sorts of names for forgiving him. And then, of course, Erica and Safari, who both have two children, have horribly embarrassed and wronged each other on social media but yet when they meet up, you can see the love and the chemistry between them. It's just two young people trying to find their way to love and honestly find their way to each other. Of course, I'm going to root for all couples to win. I myself am in a partnership that I'm truly in love with my partner, but I'm also a love reader. I read tarot cards for a living. You know, and most of my readings are for people in on-again, off-again relationships or situationships. You know, if I could, I would always advise people to see the good in a relationship and to try to salvage it at some point. But unfortunately, we live in a culture where we replace things that break. Seldom do we try to fix it. It's part of this toxic cancel culture we have going on at the moment. If it doesn't stand up to my standards, then it must be bad. And not only must it be bad, I now have to round up everyone else to agree with me that this thing, this person is bad. Why is that? I see so many things and so many people doing things that I don't agree with, but I move on. It's not my job to talk about it or spend any of my precious energy worrying about it. 
so I moved on. I recently left a group of people I was hanging out with over the bad behavior of one person. Why did I do that? Well, the one person is not a bad person. She's just living her life and doing her thing, but her thing was beginning to leak over into my life and affect my peace of mind. So I walked away from her and the group because I just don't have the time to concern myself about what other people are doing. Why is that not a more popular option for people? Why do people stay in situations they no longer like? Why do people stay with friends or partners that no longer treat them well? We can create changes in our life without needing to make others look bad or draw attention to their negative behavior. But it's, it's going to take each of us to stand up. To stand up and to make some changes. So my talk today is about letting love in. If it's broken with someone, try your best to fix it. Fixing it doesn't mean changing or requiring the other person to change. Fixing it means your attitude, your outlook, trying to see this person or this situation in all positive ways and coming from that place, not requiring somebody else to change, but you changing your attitude and your behavior. I'm pretty sure 90% of you that try this will start to see a change in your relationship or things around you. Because remember, everything is created by our thoughts. Our thoughts create our reality. We need to do better in 2022, and we need to let love in, not only for ourselves, but for others. If you like this topic, feel free to check out my blog where I continue to talk more about this topic and even give tips for anyone who wants to start on changing their perspective from negative to positive, on only seeing the positive in people, and then knowing when to walk away and create boundaries. Check out my blog, it's on my website, thelotusinthelight.com. But for now, just let love in. Try to see the best in people. If people try to come to you to gossip or talk about other people, shut it down immediately. If you see a couple on TV or in your personal life going through something, pray for them instead of hopping on the bandwagon to talk about them and just really try to be a better person because at the end of the day, we're all going through something and we don't, <laughs> we don't need at any moment in time to involve ourselves unnecessarily with the drama and trauma of other people's lives. Remember, no one has drama and trauma forever. So if you meet someone and they're going through it, just give them space. Give them space, let them sort it. And then decide whether you want to continue this friendship or not. That is our metaphysical talk for the day. Hey, moving right along, we now come to our weekly energy update. So for those of you that don't know, I'm going to pull three cards, one for the beginning of the week, one for the middle of the week, and one for the weekend. 
So welcome to the weekly energy update for February 7th, the week of February 7th. This first card that I pulled is for the beginning of the week, Monday and Tuesday, and we have Spiritual Union, a beautiful green card with two people connecting at the third eye over a cup. Beautiful love energy. So this card says, this card deals with relationships involving an emotional bond. It can be between new lovers, kindred souls, family members, friends, business associates, or partners. It could even relate to a project or a specific situation. So Monday and Tuesday, it's about our relationships. The energy is here for us to look at the relationships we're investing our time in. Notice when you interact with different people in your life, are they giving you energy or taking it away? Is there an even exchange? So I feel on Monday and Tuesday, we're all taking a hard look at all the relationships in our lives and trying to figure out where am I being nurtured and where am I being oppressed? We might have some of you making changes in your relationships, but for the most part, um, we feel good about the relationships that we have. So Monday and Tuesday focuses on relationships. Now let's go to the middle of the week. What is the energy there? We have solitude, which is the hermit card in traditional tarot. So this is a request from your soul that the answers you seek aren't found outside. It's time to step back and withdraw from outside commotion. And it's a reminder of how important it is to pause, reflect, meditate, reevaluate, and discover the wisdom within you. So Wednesday and Thursday sees people on a collective whole pulling in, maybe not wanting to be much on social media or hanging out or talking to friends, maybe just wanting some alone time and downtime. Not necessarily depression, just needing a time out. So we can see a lot of refueling. And um, if you do this well, replenishing of your soul energy on Wednesday and Thursday. And then finally for the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, this makes sense. We have passion ignited. This is a time to let your soul soar. New beginnings, ideas, revelations, exciting adventures awaiting you in your personal and business life. So we can see by the weekend this beautiful creative energy flowing in that's pushing you to take your next steps in life, whether it's in your relationships, in your personal life, in your, part, in your business um, goals, or in your partnerships. We can see a lot of forward movement. So this is a great reading for the week. Okay, honor the energy and follow through. This is your weekly energy update for the week of February 7th. All right, finally, as we're coming down to the end of the podcast, I just want to give you guys a couple of quick, 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 quick um, news from Lotus. For those of you that are now joining me for the first time, welcome. My name is Uma. I am the CEO of the Lotus and the Light Metaphysical Center located in Northern Virginia. You can find out all about me, the classes I offer, the services I do, either in person in Virginia or online by going to my website, thelotusandthelight.com. I just want to remind you guys that I am a soul alignment coach. What does that mean? It means that I help people get back on track. You know, a lot of us, once we pass the age of 35, we start dabbling with, you know, am I living my purpose? Am I having a good time? What is this really like for me? So I have several coaching programs. The most 
um, popular one that I have is the Soul Alignment Coaching Program where I work one-on-one -on -one with you for four weeks to do like a life review. We check out your soul plan. Why did you come here? What's your purpose? We check out your living habits. What are you doing? What's working? What's not working? And I help you make a detailed plan to get your life back on track, to bring in your happiness, peace, and living to your destiny. So there is a special in the month of February. It's $200 off if you sign up with the Soul Alignment Coaching Package with me and work with me for four weeks. I also wanna remind you guys that if you're local to the DMV area, I have my monthly goddess retreat on Saturday, February 12th with Sarah. We provide lunch and a day of complete healing and self-love. What better way to celebrate Valentine's Day than celebrating yourself <laughs> and celebrating the love that you have for yourself. We have a few spots. These retreats that are in person are very small. They're only open to 12 people and we are halfway filled. So if you're interested, you can check it out on my website under special events, um, or you know, follow my link tree, wherever you're watching this from. If you hit the link tree, you'll find the information about it and how to RSVP. Would love to see you and have you come spend a day of self-healing and self-love with me. Okay, so now we're going to end with our affirmation for the week. I am shuffling as I speak. Okay, for the week of February 7th, our affirmation for the week is signs. The universe has been gently nudging you forward by revealing to you signs and synchronicities. So your job is very easy this week. <laughs> All you have to do is pay attention to the signs that you see. Where is your soul calling you? What is your soul trying to tell you? So with that being said, look for the signs. This is our message from spirit. Look for the signs this week. They're going to be heavily giving us messages. You know what? This is actually in alignment with astrology because for the first time in a long time, we have all planets out of retrograde. There are no planets in retrograde until I believe April 29th. So, if you are not moving ahead on your goals, you cannot blame the cosmos or the planets. You can only blame yourself at this point, all right? Pay attention to the signs around you. Spirit is speaking. Your guides are speaking. And it is time to live your destiny. I leave all these messages with you with love and light. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this weekly taping of the podcast. Wherever you are watching this or hearing this from, please feel free to drop some comments. Let me know how you enjoyed this podcast.